Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from Atlas.co. Atlas.co is the only map company that lets you add your custom route to your personalized map. The process is simple. Select your trip type and add your trip. Style your map, move, and edit your labels. Select your size and material type and submit your order. Pick from a selection of beautiful styles and colors that we're sure will fit any home or space. Add some text to make it truly yours. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Support for the Bid Picture podcast comes from The Daily Upside. The Daily Upside is a business newsletter that covers the most important stories in business in a style that's engaging, insightful, and fun. Started by a former investment banker, The Daily Upside delivers quality insights and surfaces unique stories you won't read elsewhere. You can find out more in the links in the episode show notes. Hello, my name is Bidem Yologundi and you're listening to episode 191 of the Bid Picture Podcast. On this episode, I'll talk about the many ways that the ongoing economic downturn is impacting the tech industry. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. Part 1. Declines in tech stocks and cryptocurrencies. Corporate technology recruiters say that they see a chance to fill vacancies as layoffs and hiring freezes across the tech sector is a historically tight market for information technology workers. Falling stock prices, a crypto meltdown, and fears of recession prompted layoffs across the tech universe since this spring. On June 14, Coinbase said it would cut about 1,100 employees from its workforce, which is a reduction of about 18% in its staff. Back in May, Microsoft said it would slow down hiring in its software group. Meta declared a hiring freeze for some teams, and smaller social media rivals Twitter and Snap followed suit with similar hit-the-break memos. Some chief information officers, wearied of the relentless recruitment effort, see an opportunity. Even a small break in the IT talent war has been a long time coming. So over the past several years, CIOs, chief information officers, have amped up their recruiting efforts, raised salaries, and touted their company cultures to attract the talent needed for vital digital transformation efforts. Still, the high number of tech job postings and shortage of candidates largely continued. So according to IT trade group CompTIA, U.S. employers in all sectors hired an estimated 2,000 new tech workers back in May, after cutting about 215,000 tech jobs in April. However, despite the hiring uptick in May, The group said that the overall unemployment rate for IT workers in the U.S. remained roughly unchanged at 2.1%, which was up from 1.7% back in January of this year. So declines in tech stocks and cryptocurrencies have led some tech-heavy employers to cut staff. Besides Coinbase, two other prominent crypto companies, Crypto.com and BlockFi, 
said they would let people go in June. Also in May, U.S. employers posted ads for more than 620,000 tech jobs, a roughly 50% increase over the same month from 2021. Tim Herbert, the group's chief researcher at Comptia, said hiring freezes and layoffs across sectors are offset by other companies looking to scoop up newly available work. The good old days were kind of over. Employees who switched jobs during the pandemic received salary bumps and permission to work remotely. Unfortunately, those perks are now under threat. Tech workers who are used to asking for the moon are starting to hear the unfamiliar no as startups and tech giants such as Google and Microsoft get more cautious. So for much of the pandemic, tech companies big and small, went on hiring sprees where would-be employees could name their price and expect rich work-from-anywhere perks. Now, as fears of a recession loom, more employers are scaling back or freezing hiring, rethinking how many of their positions should be remote and, in some cases, even rescinding job offers. So during the week of July 11, Microsoft said it would lay off a small percentage of its staff, following earlier layoffs at Netflix, Coinbase, and Twitter. Google's CEO, Sundar Pichai, also told employees that same week that the company would slow down hiring for the rest of the year. And the head of engineering at Meta, the parent company of Facebook, told his managers to identify and report low-performing employees to manage them out. So Lindsay, a 40-year-old tech worker, said she experienced these shifting expectations firsthand. In May, she was laid off from a payment-focused financial technology company. So during her search, prospective employers floated base salaries that were an average of 30% lower than she had been making previously. She finally accepted a job with a live-streaming shopping startup that met her minimum salary requirements. According to her, it was obvious that the good old days were kind of over. So one reason for this change in startups' bargaining power is that capital is not flowing freely. As venture firms tighten up terms and investors offer survival advice to portfolio companies prepping for a downturn, startups are now becoming more focused on cutting costs rather than rapid growth. That means spending exorbitant amounts of money on salaries to attract new hires is ending, according to those who help recruit for the portfolio companies of venture capital firms. Not all employees are at a disadvantage. After all, there are still more roles open in the industry than there are people to fill them. Job postings for tech positions reached 505,663 in June, which is a 62% increase over the same time last year. 
And that indicates that employers that are dialing down hiring are more than offset by those still adding to their ranks. Microsoft, for example, will still increase its headcount in the coming year despite the ongoing layoffs. So recruiters say that highly skilled workers in areas such as machine learning and artificial intelligence can still name their price. Nearly a third of all tech job postings in June were for software developers and engineers. The number of software development job postings that mentioned remote work had also risen to nearly 38% at the end of June, up from around 32% during the same period a year ago. And that's according to Indeed.com. The current gap between salary expectations and reality is partly due to how high compensation got in 2021. Actually, that 2021 increase was outrageous and unseen before. According to venture capitalists and recruiters, candidates who want to go into an office may have an edge over those seeking remote arrangements. More and more executives now prefer to hire candidates who are enthusiastic about being in the office, and interestingly, not many of them will openly admit that. time to batten down the hatches. The outlook for tech industry jobs worsened in early November, with ride-hailing company Lyft and payment company Stripe announcing major layoffs and Amazon.com saying it will freeze corporate hiring for months. The stream of grim news for the industry came as the Federal Reserve moved again to raise interest rates to combat inflation, signaling a greater risk that the U.S. economy is sliding into a recession. Faced with that possibility, tech company executives are warning of tougher times ahead. So after years of unprecedented growth and record profits, many of the world's largest technology companies are cutting back as shopping patterns changed after the pandemic. In addition, businesses have had to examine spending on everything from advertising to investments. In some cases, the effort to adjust payrolls has come at companies that have already cut back. U.S. applications for unemployment benefits are down this fall from a summer peak and held steady at a low level in late October. So while companies have cited the broader economic climate, the hiring freezes layoffs and cost-cutting underscore how the tech sector may have overshot as the pandemic brought prosperity to the sector. Amazon's hiring pause added to a string of similar news announced by other tech companies. Lyft co-founders John Zimmer and Logan Green said on November 3 that the company would cut 13% of staff or nearly 700 jobs. In a memo, the founders highlighted the potential recession and said they expected rideshare insurance costs to increase. Lyft has more than 5,000 employees, not including drivers. In July, the company laid off about 60 people and it earlier indicated plans to slow hiring and reduce budgets in some departments. 
Also on November 3, Stripe outlined layoffs targeting 14% of its staff. In a note to employees, the company's CEO cited, quote, stubborn inflation, energy shocks, higher interest rates, reduced investment budgets, and sparser startup funding, end quote. Also on November 3, Dapper Labs, which creates non-fungible tokens from content in the National Basketball Association and National Football League, said it was laying off 22% of its staff. Cryptocurrency exchange operator Coinbase let go of 18% of its staff this summer and trading from Robinhood cut 9% of its employees. Tech companies are facing myriad challenges. Facebook parent company Meta has planned to cut expenses by at least 10%, in part through staff reductions as its sales are falling and executives have struggled to pivot the social media company to its new focus on the metaverse and virtual reality. Google has required some employees to apply for new jobs to remain at the company, and Apple executives have said that they are hiring in a deliberate way. At Twitter, meanwhile, Elon Musk's ownership has ushered in a wave of changes that have included the departures of top executives and plans for broad layoffs. Employees and people familiar with the matter have estimated that up to 50% of the 7,500 staff could be cut. The proposed layoffs are expected to reduce engineering positions as well as affect other areas at the company. The downward trends have happened even as major companies have tried previous measures to cut costs this year. So in Amazon's case, the company scaled back plans for warehouse openings this year and froze hiring in October in its core retail division. Lyft is also now reducing its workforce again after earlier adjustments. Amazon's pause on hiring won't extend to its hourly workers, as the company has hired aggressively in recent months to prepare for the busy holiday season. Amazon has warned that it is taking a cautious approach during the current economic climate. In late October, Brian Olsavsky, Amazon's chief financial officer, said company executives have seen signs that consumers are tightening their budgets and that inflation remains high. The company's shares have tumbled since it signaled in a quarterly earnings report in late October that its projected sales for the fourth quarter could be far below expectations. The company said it anticipated an operating income of anywhere between zero and four billion dollars for what is Amazon's most important sales period of the year. Amazon's top leaders have warned of worsening economic conditions. In late October, CEO Andy Jassy said the company would have to balance its investments. So that message followed a tweet by Jeff Bezos in which the Amazon founder said it is time to quote, batten down the hatches. A meaningful cultural shift in how we operate. 
Meta has announced that it would cut more than 11,000 workers, or 13% of staff, embarking on the company's first broad restructuring to cope with a slumping digital ad market and falling stock prices. So in a message to staff on November 9, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said the company would cut staff across all its businesses, with its recruiting and business teams disproportionately affected. The company is also tightening its belt by reducing its office space, moving to desk sharing for some workers, and extending a hiring freeze through the first quarter of 2023. In a call with hundreds of top managers on November 8, Mr. Zuckerberg said he had been over-optimistic about growth and was accountable for the company's missteps. The layoffs are the first broad headcount reductions to occur in the company's 18-year history, and it's a signal of the increasing competitive and regulatory challenges facing Meta and the tech industry more broadly at a time of rising inflation and sluggish demand. Meta's stock has fallen more than 70% this year. The company has pointed to worsening macroeconomic trends, but investors have also been alarmed by its spending and threats to the company's core social media business, including from other apps such as ByteDance's TikTok. On November 9, Mr. Zuckerberg referenced stiff competition as well as Apple's requirement that users opt in to tracking of their devices, which has hurt Meta's ability to target ads. Mr. Zuckerberg gave only limited insight in his message on November 9 into which areas of the company would be reduced, apart from citing, recruiting, and business teams. However, people familiar with the matter said the cuts would, in part, affect staff with overlapping job responsibilities. Managers had been in meetings since November 8 to discuss the process for laying off employees globally. Those laid off will lose access to company systems immediately and only have access to email until the end of the day. U.S. staffers who are losing their jobs will receive 16 weeks of severance plus an additional two weeks for each year of employment at the company and their stock options set to vest in mid-November will still vest. In addition, he said Meta will cover healthcare costs for those affected and their families for six months. Employees outside the U.S. who are affected will receive similar support with separate processes related to local employment laws. So inside Meta, employees had been seeking more information about the layoffs for days. Some have been planning for the worst by forming external groups with current colleagues and discussing how to use benefits. Meta's broader cost-cutting will, quote, add up to a meaningful cultural shift in how we operate, end quote. And that's according to Mr. Zuckerberg's memo on November 9. He said he would monitor business performance and other factors before deciding how quickly to resume hiring. He also said the company's spending on infrastructure related to artificial intelligence, which can require heavy computer processing loads, could become more efficient. So while smaller, on a percentage basis, than cuts at Twitter in early November that hit about half of that company's staff, 
the number of Meta employees who are losing jobs appears to be the largest to date at a major tech company. After hiring aggressively through the pandemic, the tech industry is facing its biggest retrenchment in years. Under new owner Elon Musk, Twitter is trying to restructure the company to match its vision while facing widespread concern from advertisers about its new direction. In August, Snap said it would cut roughly 20% of staff, or more than 1,000 employees, to prepare for what it said would be an expected period of low sales growth lasting into 2023. Business software company Salesforce also started laying off employees in November. The company said its sales performance process drives accountability. Unfortunately, that can lead to some employees leaving the business and the company said it would support them through their transition. Some of its remaining workers will now have to share desks. This spring, Google employees in the Bay Area got a private Lizzo concert to herald a return to the office. Now, the company is cutting back on social gatherings as well as hiring. Meta, known for once lavish perks such as free laundry, began slashing 11,000 jobs during the week of November 7 and said some of its remaining workers will now have to share desks. So the letdown has been swift for employees of big tech companies, long among the most coveted workers in the industry. Accustomed to jobs with six-figure salaries, fat equity packages, and cushy amenities, many employees now face staff cuts for the first time alongside shrinking networks as stocks fall during a bumpy stretch for big tech. Recruiters say they are receiving a flood of notes from tech employees saying they would love to reconnect. After large-scale layoffs at Twitter, Lyft, Stripe, and others in recent days, tech employees have logged on to the anonymous messaging board blind with commiserating posts. Recruiters say some tech workers are facing unemployment for the first time in their careers, while others are seeking security in more staid but growing fields such as logistics and financial services. Jobs at platforms for home sales, car buying, and other businesses that are highly sensitive to interest rates have especially been hard hit. For instance, real estate company Redfin laid off 13% of its staff on November 9 and closed its home flipping unit. Yet, plenty of tech companies are posting jobs, particularly those in enterprise software, IT infrastructure, and cybersecurity. According to CompTIA, job openings in tech grew by more than 10,000 positions to 317,000 in October, reversing five months of declines, and employment across the industry was 28% higher than a year earlier. In addition, UX designers, shorthand for user experience designers, DevOps engineers, web developers, and mobile app developers remain in strong demand. Some firms outside of tech are seizing the moment. Danish container ship company 
AP Mola Mursk said it has had better luck recruiting tech workers recently, partly because it can offer higher salaries and a smaller amount of equity, which is a more favorable compensation mix when markets are volatile. AT&T's Chief Technology Officer, Jeremy Legg, said the telecoms company is also drawing more applications from startup employees than a year ago. So to wrap up this episode, I talked about the many ways that the ongoing economic downturn is impacting the tech industry. Thanks for listening. See you on the next episode. Bye for now. Beat Picture Podcast is produced by Sunshine Media in association with Alowinly Productions. Fact-checking by Zara Kuznetsova. Audio engineer, Sergey Gorski. Graphic design, Stacey Graham. Senior producer, Bidemi Ologunde. Executive producers, Olufolani Ologunde and Toby Loba Ologunde. Please join me again on the next episode as I continue with a deep dive on cybersecurity's news, events, and incidents, and the lessons we can learn from them for robust cyber threat intelligence and awareness in our daily lives. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review the Beat Picture Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Also, please share the show with anyone that you think might benefit from it. For questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to bdme at thebeatpicture.com. You can also get in touch on Twitter at BeatPicture, on the Clubhouse app at Beat, as well as on the Wisdom app at BDME. Please remember to leave a review for the podcast if your platform allows you to do so. Thank you for your time. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.